You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A couple of little circumstances. First of all, the pro-cathedral, or the co-cathedral probably is a better name for it, the co-cathedral in Jerusalem. Uh, it's a co-cathedral because the cathedral would actually be the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, but for practical purposes with all the multitude of pilgrimages and besides the practical reality of so many other churches using the same building, the Greek Orthodox Church in first place, the Armenian Church, the Syrian Orthodox Church, the Ethiopian Church, and the, the Coptics, and then there's one more <laughs> I'm forgetting. There are six altogether. Um, the practical need of the cathedral is the church of the diocese for all of the sacraments and so forth. So then the Latin Patriarchate built a cathedral, a co-cathedral in Jerusalem in the Christian quarter. And it is dedicated under the name of the holy name of Jesus. And that's why this feast is actually even in the place itself, a solemnity, so we'll even pray the creed. And here it's a feast in the rest of the diocese of the Patriarchate of Jerusalem. So that's one circumstance. Another circumstance is today, the 3rd of January, is the foundation of the Legionaries of Christ. It was the first Friday in January 1941, so that's 83 years ago. And it was not intended to be on that day, it was intended to be on the 1st of January, but Providence, through the illness of the priest who was supposed to celebrate the Mass for the boys who were starting our community, uh, couldn't come, and it was postponed until the 3rd of January, and in that we saw a little stroke of divine Providence that the heart of Jesus on the Feast of the First Friday of January in that year wanted the congregation to begin on that date, And that was a wonderful stroke of providence. And on top of all of that, when we celebrated our 50th anniversary in Rome in 1991 of our foundation, uh, Father Juan Solana, who started the Magla Project, and many of you know him uh, very well, he was ordained on that day 33 years ago. And also for a more personal note for me, on that particular day, uh, we were able to have the authorization to found and it was actually declared founded on that day the novitiate of the legionaries in Germany. 
uh, through the novices who were present from Germany in Rome on that day. And an Austrian novice on top of that was accepted into the congregation on that very day and that morning of the 3rd of January 1991. So I have lots of motivations, lots of motives in my heart to be uh, profoundly grateful. Then let's go to the topic of the, the issue of the name of Jesus. And that reality has a lot of history. Uh, already in the, in the Hebrew scriptures, in the God's chosen people, their reverence before the reality of God impeded them from using the word God in Hebrew because the veneration given to God uh, spiritually required of them interiorly not to use his name. And there's a wonderful um, spiritual reality in that dynamic because when we say the name of something, in a certain sense we have control of it, we, we hold it, we, we grab it. And you call somebody by their name and they answer, you have command over them in that sense. And parents give the name to their children because that's their child. And so the name of God was refrained from being used in Jewish discourse. Um, the, the name that was, was uh, he made, that God made himself known to Moses, and it was only used once a year by the high priest on Yom Kippur. And so there was a great uh, culture of the name of God, which we also saw, or which we also prayed now in the psalm, uh, psalm 8, which we prayed for the readings. After the reading, we had, O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. And to this very day, that's the way the Jewish people, especially the devout Jewish people, but even secular people, I would say even atheists and agnostics who refer to God, they do not use the word God, they use the word Hashem, which means the name. And then all the great treasure of value that uh, is a spiritual richness that's in the Old Testament, as we call it, uh, just in the popular usage, uh, all of that richness uh, develops and flourishes in, in the New Testament and in the Christian culture and tradition. And so in the reading we had today, we had an extraordinary uh, phrase, knowing that background, that because of this, God greatly exalted Jesus and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Now, when you say the name above every name in Jewish culture, that's Hashem. And there's another aspect as well, that the name of Jesus, then every knee should bend. That's an act of adoration. That's only done before God. So there we have an expression. Uh, in a way, sometimes it just goes over our head because we don't realize the implications of the language. But it's an expression of the divinity of Christ. It's a confession of faith in his divinity. And the whole reading we had uh, that we have just read here in the, from Philippians, in the beginning of chapter 2 of Philippians, is a fantastic text, one of the most 
fascinating text, along with the prologue of John, at least for me personally, uh, in the New Testament, because it's um, a penciling of a sketching of the whole process of the Word, the Word becoming flesh and dwelling among us with extraordinary humility. And through him we have salvation, and actually that's the meaning of the word Jesus. The meaning of the word Jesus is the same as Joshua, uh, from uh, the successor of Moses. It's salvation, right? So it's the saving. It's a saving. Uh, his name expresses salvation, and that's what we need as humanity. We're a very broken humanity, as we know, from so many different phenomena, and we need salvation. And he's our salvation. And now I'd like to go to two practical things of my own experience as a child. And one was of great reverence and the other was of great irreverence in the use of the name of Jesus. And that could be good for us to ponder. And I remember if my mom was driving and there was some major moment that she was shocked and once actually a stone came through our windscreen because she hit an embankment of a very narrow road at a bend to avoid a car that was driving in the middle of the road and there was no room for both of us. And that stone, she hit the embankment and a stone from the wall came through the windscreen. I was sitting in the passenger seat beside her and the rest were in the back. And that stone landed on the gear stick in the middle between the two seats. And was a big stone. And, but I remember in that moment and in other moments of similar, let's say, drama, where there was need and danger, my, Mammy would burst out and she said, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. So that... A faith and that confidence and that appeal, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and the Holy Family, and she was calling for help. Now, in a routine usage of that kind of piety without consciousness, when bad things could happen, people would say it in the name of Jesus. They would say it in dramatic shock, but sometimes then that would get worn down to be almost um, an expression of anger against God or again a rebellion or a, a, a disgust and the name of Jesus would be used in a very negative way. And that happened in people that lacked spiritual culture, spiritual sensitivity. And actually you will find in some types of social uh, self-affirmation in an uncouth environment and sometimes done in comic environments, the name of Jesus will be used in the most disrespectful way. And so we need to have a great culture of respect for the name of Jesus. And when people use the name of Jesus wrongly, the first thing wouldn't be to approach them but in our own heart to say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I adore you. Jesus, I want your name respected. I don't want my name trod upon by anybody, and much less do I want Jesus' name trodden underfoot. So I think there's a great call there for all of us to be sensitive how the name of Jesus is used in our society. And sometimes in very uneducated, uncouth environments, the name of Jesus would be used also, in, even pronounced in a very disrespectful way. And so I think there we have a good cause to pray for and to grow in our love and honor that we give to the name of Jesus. May the name of Jesus be praised.
Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.